This is Olivia Beach speaking, and you are currently listening to the podcast Beyond This World. Now, I give free advice and tips on mastering astral projection. So if you are new to the channel, welcome and welcome back and make sure to subscribe. You really don't want to miss out on this. But for now, grab a blankie and some hot cocoa, maybe bring a friend or two and travel with me to the astral realm or this next episode. Happy Saturday, my future astral travelers. It is 10.05 and a little bit chilly over here in Virginia. I hope you guys had an amazing week and are looking forward to the winter holidays as well as this weekend. Today's episode is a beginner's guide to astral projection. For all of you who wish to astral project, feel that you were lost in the process and might need a little bit of a boost, or alternatively, you might not even know what astral projection is, and that is quite all right as well. Now, feel free to pause the episode to refill your cup of coffee or just to take in information that might be challenging. Likely you will. So, I will begin with what? What the heck even is astral projection? Now, I start conversations all the time with my family and even close friends about what it is. And every single one of them had their own interpretation of what it is. And that is a-okay. But I, as an educator would like to give you the scientific definition so that you can ultimately build knowledge beyond it. So essentially, astral projection is an intentional out-of-body experience that requires your astral body to export your physical body so that it can travel into the astral realm or the fourth dimension. Take a breath in and then out. Yes, astral projection is a real thing. And yes, you are going to learn all of its amazing steps, but I must first explain to you all of those crazy words I just said. So when I say out-of-body experience, I mean pretty much exactly what I say. Your astral body or your intelligent mind and soul leave out of your physical body or your brain and heart and enter the fourth dimension. And at that point, you are called an astral body or being. So my best friend, let's call her Miranda, asked me about a year ago, what's so great about leaving your body? Where do I go? Is this just a fancy word for heaven? Now, I let her get all excited about it without even answering the many questions that I knew that she had just by the expression on her face because she really truly believed that I was teaching her how to resonate and be on the same level as God. Now, it's really funny in many ways because... Miranda was indeed correct, but not in the way she had expected. Now, for all of you who are probably thinking the same thing as Miranda, I am here to tell you that astral projection can only be understood and completed unless you are engaged, fully engaged, I'm talking about, in the topic and are absolutely enthusiastic about coming into the astral realm. The real answer to that question is yes, yes, and yes. Once a human being like you and I have left our physical bodies as an astral body um, and enter the fourth dimension, we are not, let me repeat that, we are not limited to anything like we are in the third dimension. Woohoo! Good for us. Now think 3D. Everything we touch in the physical realm or the third dimension is seeable and all that is seeable is touchable. Now the third dimension is not powered around time. 
that is why time travel is feasible in the fourth dimension or the astral plane. Again, your mental state going into the fourth realm is your only limit and sometimes your only obstruction to the possibilities. Another reason why astral projection is powerful, insane, and all the more fun. Answering Miranda's question once again. So you're probably wondering just how the and a few obscenities following after dimensions, but let me tell you this. Take another breath. This next point is going to guarantee your understanding of how any of this is even possible. So to begin, you and I live on Earth. Easy enough? Okay. Now the Earth is touchable. It exists in the physical realm. We as humans are also touchable. Yay, we're living in the third dimension. Our consciousness is present. You and I also live in the astral realm simultaneously. Except not in the form of flesh and bones, but as our mind and our subconscious. Not very touchable. Our subconscious is actually awoken during sleep, which brings up our next topic, sleep paralysis, which is the very first step to astral projection, but we will not get into that um, right now. We will get into it a little bit later. But it's really important for you to understand now that you and I exist in all 12 dimensions simultaneously. Yes, there are 12 of them, but our mind and our body can only fathom and accept and allow for some of them at once. Now, I'm going to go further into detail about what each of these dimensions are and what their purpose is. Um, And yeah, so each of the 12 dimensions are based on the level of vibrancy, hence the name Now, I will talk about some of these dimensions as they are important for you to know before you begin astral projecting. Now, please, when you are listening to these, do not overthink them. They are simply just levels of consciousness, even if some of them sound very, very weird and insane. Okay, so the first dimension. We call it the first dimension of space. Um, Minerals and our DNA resonate on this level. The second dimension, we call it the second dimension of space. This is where plants and lower animal kingdoms resonate. They resonate on this level and are only aware of the present. Third dimension, this is where we live on. Awareness of breadth, that is spelled B-R-E-A-D-T-H, not breath, breadth. Now, we as humans can see distances and widths of feasible objects and nature. We accept ourselves as physical and a separate and living body. Now, the fourth dimension. We call it awareness of length. We also are aware of width, height, volume, and time. We who wish to resonate on this level can easily because it is only an extension to the third dimension and its limitations. On the fifth dimension, uh, the rest of the dimensions are more spiritual, um, starting from the fifth dimension all the way to the twelfth. But on this level, we learn to grow spiritually and learn spiritually. And yeah, the sixth dimension, also known as the crystal consciousness. On this level, we have access to our magical selves. Sounds pretty crazy, right? Now, the seventh dimension, we resonate with this level when we realize the purpose of a being and ourselves as individuals. Now, there is a certain thinking that goes with learning the 12 dimensions and its larger picture, astral projection in the first place. But what I mean when I say that is that 50% of being able to astral project is just comprehending the dimensions and being able to be open to such a crazy and insane thing. 
I am successful in this type of thinking because of a gift that I received actually a couple months ago. Yes, a book, a book called Astral Dynamics by Robert Bruce. I highly recommend the author to you, but most importantly, I um, recommend the book to you. Again, it is called Astral Dynamics by Robert Bruce. Search it up because I recommend it very highly. Now, the rest of the dimensions have to do with the solar system which you can learn more about in the other podcasts. But for now, I want y'all to understand the dimensions concerning astral projection and astral projection alone. Remember, our consciousness is present on all 12 and many dimensions simultaneously. However, our physical body and our, and our mind can only fathom the third dimension. Um, yay, we are, we are finally on to the next stage in understanding astral projection. So, when I first began my journey, I wondered if I would ever actually begin the process. Um, I was just like you. I was listening to podcasts. I was resorting to books. I was picking up any video, uh, any book that I could find that had the word astral or projection in it. I was desperate like y'all, but I am telling you, knowing and building intelligence is the key to astral projection because it's half like i said before of the entire process now there are a couple things um a few things apart from understanding the dimensions that you must know first for example sleep paralysis so sleep paralysis is actually anybody's first step in successfully astral projection and it is the easiest Not to say that it is easy, but to say that astral projection is a hell of a hard process and it just happens that um, sleep paralysis is the first and the easiest step. Now, if you've ever woken up, have you, sorry, have you ever woken up unable to move and you didn't understand why? Well, this, this is it. Okay, guys, listen up. That that experience that you had um, in the past or whenever Um, is called sleep paralysis, and it's called that for obvious reasons. Now, sleep paralysis takes place in a person, in a human being, um, when the chemicals in the brain, I don't, I haven't gone into serious research about what the chemical is called, but it is a chemical in the brain that is active, and being active, it sends messages to their body telling them to shut down and freeze, so that when the person dreams at night, they essentially do not act out their dreams. Now, this this theory explains partly why sleepwalkers do what they do, Um, And it is ultimately because they have a deficiency in these chemicals telling their bodies to shut off, but they are fully asleep concerning consciousness and mentality. It's very important that astral projection include this as the first step because your mind must be awake to intentionally export your skull and body paralyzed so that you do not literally act things out both in the astral realm and the physical realm. (laughs) It's funny because my friend Nick actually was riding with me in the car the other day and we heard willow smith singing her line on the radio i think i left my consciousness in the sixth dimension so it sort of brought up many worrisome questions like when you do astral projection do you actually become paralyzed now i gave nick the short answer and said yes he swore he'd never sleep again Um, I remember laughing my butt off because he did not understand that sleep paralysis happens every night, or at least when we dream. Now, take a breather. It is not harmful, for the most part. In fact, as soon as you wake up, I mean fully wake up, you snap right back into your normal body function mode. 
um, and you are no longer paralyzed. Side note, lucid dreaming is when you are unintentionally lucid through a dream, meaning that you are fully aware of the occurring dream the occurring dream and can control what you see what you hear unlike an astral projection where it is 100% intentional okay future astral travelers now that I am done going off about the exposition of astral travel and astral realm it is finally time to learn how Woo! now I've broken the methods down into their simplest stages yes there are more than one method but don't stress about it because any which method you adhere to or really connect to and like the best will work and lead you to the astral realm regardless of its type. Now, the most visual and well-known method of projection is actually envisioned by a man named Robert Monroe. Um, And yeah, he proposed his um, Monroe technique, obviously named after him. Your first step begins in bed. During this step, you must be relaxed, completely relaxed, because if you are frightened or if you're jittery, you might wake yourself during the process and at the wrong time. Now, another important key that I should probably add now is timing. This is an activity best completed, strangely enough, in the morning or before bed. In other words, it will never be when you are going to sleep. It will always be when you are drowsy from wake up or before dinner or after dinner. This is because you want your mind to be fully aware during the process. Now your second step, move towards sleep. While not actually sleeping, try your hardest to just lay in bed and lay still for 10 minutes. This, what this is doing is it's signaling and almost prepping your body to begin sleeping in five minutes. You're thinking, why five? Well, fun fact, guys, the human takes 15 minutes to sleep if you were just laying still, and it's a lot harder than you think. It steals a lot of your patience, um, but back to this second step. You're lying still right after you got out of bed. Maybe you took your dog out for a little walk and had a sip of hot cocoa. Now you're back inside and you're half awake, half asleep. You begin your 10 minutes of practically playing dead on the bed. To add... You may feel like you're floating, or you may hear noises that are not really there. Now, um, this is very, very normal, um, but you need to ignore them, and you need to move on to the next step, which brings us to our third step, or the vibration state. So, in the vibration state, or stage, you are going to feel a vibration or tingle all over your body, like a wave of energy had just hit you really, really hard. For the people that I've met, including myself, um, none of us or none of them have complained about it actually being painful, but the energy can be very extreme and very surprising. Now, the sensations that I'm talking about must be experienced firsthand to truly understand it. This stage and going through this stage and completing this stage means that you are approaching the astral realm. So that's a really good sign if you feel vibrations. Um, Your body vibrates as it is preparing for your... Um, physical body to stay there but your astral body to exit it and now it's prepping for that your mind would have been in the astral realm by now so congratulations now the fourth step is the most challenging of all and when i say the most challenging i really mean the most challenging it is the actual projection in astral projection only until the vibration stops completely and you can no longer hear buzzing noises or feel weird sensations in your body you will be able and can complete step four. Now, our goal is to manage our astral bodies out of our physical bodies, but we must do so with what Monroe called the rope technique. 
you will imagine a rope hanging from the ceiling above you and your bed. And as weird as it may sound, you will imagine your astral body reaching for the rope and pulling on it um, to manage your way up it. Notice how I said to only use your astral body and not your physical body. If you had done this the other way around, um, the wrong way, so having your physical body move instead of your astral body, this would not be imagining, but you, but you know what I mean. Um, now, as the astral projector, I absolutely, it is absolutely crucial that you convince yourself that the rope is not imagined and that your astral arms reaching for it are not imagined either and that they are very much real, in fact. When you separate, you will feel a pop or a physical separation between your astral body and your physical one. Now, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Take a deep breath and another sip of your coffee. Yes, all of this is real. You do not have to just hear it from me. Robert Bruce is an expert at astral projection and has to offer a 90-day astral projection guide. Um, a lot of the techniques and steps that I have mentioned just now are also mentioned in his book in an even greater detail level. You should definitely write it down somewhere and I recommend it once again. Now, for today's myth buster to conclude this session only a selected few can achieve the astral projection um, or the astral realm because it is spontaneous and cannot be learned. Now, I say with a passion that this is 100% a myth because anybody can astral project. Anybody. In fact, my 13-year-old brother, um, Evan, is actually learning it right now, which is really awesome and I'm so proud of him. That's it for the episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed this video. And if you have not subscribed to my podcast, please do because you don't want to miss out on this. But until the next time, happy traveling. Peace.